Magandang araw, potmates! Howie Severino muli na nagpapaalala na nakakatalino at mahapang attention span. At ngayon, may makakasama na naman tayong matalino at nakilang Pilipino, si Toym Imaw, activist artist, UP professor of fine arts, at anak ng national artist na si Abdul Mari Imaw ng Sulu. Magandang araw sa iyo, Toy! Magandang uh, araw sa iyo, Howie, at magandang araw sa mga nakikinig at nanonood ng podcast na ito. Thanks uh, for joining us, Toy, and making, and making time for us. But unang-una, meron kang kakaibang nickname, no? Just to get this out of the way, baka may mga nagtat- nagtataka. Toy, no? T-O-Y-M, no? Hey, you're a junior, Abdulmari Imaw Jr. Uh, paano ka naging Toy? Ah, okay. Uh, interesting na ano yan. Pero professionally, no? I... I used Toyn because I wanted na magkaiba kami ng pangalan ng father ko. No? Pinagkakamalan kasi minsan. Ang Toyn is actually has a very interesting uh, backstory. No? My dad, uh, in 1968, was receiving yung Toyn Award. No? And the awarding ceremony was in Malacanang. Uh, they were in the holding room. No? And it so happens that uh, before the ceremony, uh, then uh, Ferdinand, President Ferdinand Marcos stepped in. And mingled with the awardees, no? Tapos noon, when they came over sa parents ko, no? Um, napansin niya na pregnant yung mom ko. Kaya tinanong niya, oh, sabi niya ganoon, kailan ka manganak? And my mom told then President Marcos, ah, sa katapusan po. Ah, okay. Then you should name him Toymi, your husband's second trophy. Actually, it was really Ferdinand Marcos who gave me my nickname. <laughs> I will ask you about your... Your feelings about that uh, later, because uh, you you also call because you also call yourself an activist, no? You you've been interviewed and you call yourself an activist, no? So, uh, in addition to being an artist, of course, no? And uh, activists want to bring about social change, no? So, how can an artist do that? Well, I mean, you know, we we've been gifted with a very powerful uh, tool for communication. Whatever cannot be easily. Uh, articulated in words or encapsulated in you know uh, some some ano, some narratives no uh, some other art art forms no? uh, become very effective ways in which you can uh, somehow encapsulate big uh, epic ideas no and uh, reduce that into a form of a story that people will understand no and that's how powerful art making is no and we've proven that. Uh, during the time of uh, martial law in particular now with a lot of social realist painters even directors and writers no poets for that matter no have done really powerful fantastic films that uh embodied no the spirit of the times no? the sentiment of the times and that's where art comes in you're known for your rage no your your rage of uh media your materials mo and then uh, your platforms but also your causes, no? I just want to uh, cite a uh, uh, recent example, one of your latest uh, exhibits and, and your projects. Itong uh, jeepney made of yarn, no? The, oh, the last uh, June, last, last month, no? Uh, uh, which was uh, exhibited in Binondo, no? You know, a jeepney. Uh, jeepney, of course, no? Everyone is familiar with the uh, jeepney. They're made, usually made out of metal, <laughs> industrial strength, yan, etc. Yung kinawa mo, made out of yard, which is 
uh iba para it's a it's a it's a fabric it's very it's very uh soft and you don't you don't associate it with being sturdy you know? so paano paano mo pinagsama yon and i know uh my social message din ito of course no because there are a lot of issues related to the jeepney well actually this is the third iteration of that jeepney it has evolved through since 2018 now the first time oh, it was exhibited at uh the Manila Biennale with uh, then the late Carlos uh, Celdran. No? We worked on this and we wanted to do something that is a little different in terms of addressing iconographies no? uh, in Philippine society and jeepney comes into mind. No? But I think uh, the best uh, use was the second iteration. No? This was the one that uh, during the height of the pandemic in 2020, no? um, nag shut down the University of the Philippines. No? And it so happens that during that shutdown, uh, nawala ng trabaho lahat ng mga ikot jeepneys, katipunan to uh, UP and UP to other uh, points uh, sa may papuntang Quezon Boulevard, SM North. No? And naglilimus sila. No? And at that same time, no, before a little bit before that, we were also like witnessing yung parang very aggressive na pinupush yung jeepney face out at saka modernization. So parang dalawang beses silang sinuntok during that year, no? nawalan na ng trabaho, pinasabihan pang kailangan eh, i-give up na nila yung mga old units nila, no? So I wanted to focus on on the jeep, the plight of the jeepney drivers, a microcosm of what the country was going through, no? Something that has been around for more than, you know, several decades already. And it so happened that that year, no, na inilabas namin ng 2020, it happens to be the 75th anniversary of yung sinasabi nilang the first jeepney which was directly after the war in 1945, no, in liberation. So, I wanted to bring that focus, no. And why yarn? Because yarn is a very fragile material, no. And when we're talking about the the issues and concerns of the jeepney driver, no, um, there's a certain level of vulnerability into the narrative that they're experiencing right now. No? And I wanted to use that as a visual metaphor for bringing to light yung plight nila, no. So, nangyari noon, Noong 2020, no? Wala. Saradong buong campus, no? What we did was that we paraded it, no? Lighted and all in the evening. It was the uh, lone lantern that went around UP, no? And we were, when we were uh, uh, bringing it around, no? It was live stream, no? Kaya kahit papaano, no? We, 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 we had feedback that a lot were teary-eyed that despite the, the really, really hard lockdown that we were experiencing during that period, no? we were able to still pull off no? something na yung parang tradisyon ng UP Lantern Parade naman at saka yung pailaw ng UP no? na we wanted to bring social issues into the light and enlighten no? through our lanterns, through our lighted installation lanterns, the concerns. No? Just for context for, for listeners, no? sa, U- sa UP Diliman, my annual tradition na a Lantern Parade, which is which is usually something that's, you know, that attracts crowds, diba? Uh And it's a happy, festive event where, you know, the, the different departments and units at UB have their own uh, lanterns and displays, and uh, they usually communicate various issues and concerns, etc. Pero yung nga, no nag-lockdown, parang sarado lahat, tinigil lahat. Uh, and then, uh, pero kayo, tinuloy nyo pa rin, kahit uh, parang iisa lang yung uh yung yung lantern no yung jeep pa so it must have been so dramatic oh no? yes, uh, yes. I, I mean e- e- even cinematic uh, yeah, yeah. And you, 
wow, that must have been such a powerful moment. Yeah. And and if you wanted to go back, no, no, I actually, the UP actually produced a video. If you Google as a YouTube yata or ano yung payapang daigdig, uh, UP Jeepney uh, or Jeepney installation 2020, no? you'll, you'll find that uh, they produced a video while ang music ay kinakanta yung payapang daigdig na uh, naginawang uh, parang Christmas carol natin, no? which also happens to have celebrated its well known sabi nga nila it's 75th year no so we were where we were also commemorating some certain milestones no in terms of the iconographies ng Filipino no? at the same time the idea of war no at that time we were we were saying that there was a war against the virus no <laughs> and uh, of course you've also said no that the chitni is such a powerful symbol not only does it quite like it for so many, but it symbolizes Filipino identity. In the chimpi, you combine our history of American colonialism, because it's a remnant of that, to the chimpi, you know, from World War II, and at the same time, by Japanese engine, and Filipino, and Filipino ingenuity. You know? So, talagang, Napaka, it's and don't, a don't it's a forget the, ano, the Spanish uh, altar, no? Christianity. Oh, okay. Yung altar sa ano yan, eh. <laughs> okay, yung, yung chipney uh, made out of yarn, no? that's, that's an example of uh, uh, what you call installation yes. art. And, um, you know, you, of course, you can elaborate on this. But basically, it's an ephemeral yeah. art form, meaning it's not meant to be permanent. It's not meant to be collected and then put in somebody's house. Uh, etc. So, why would an artist want to produce something that's temporary, that is even disposable, ephemeral? I mean, would you want your art to be forever? Yeah, well, well, di ba gusto nga natin may forever as much as possible, eh, di ba? <laughs> Pero siguro it, it's 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 part of the way I ano na kasi ah. Uh, one big part of what I do as an artist is I do um, more permanent public art no? in the form of monuments. And these are in cast bronze, in stone, in brass, no? in concrete. Uh, they're more permanent. They deal with our uh, the nation's history. No? And they're usually commissioned by government institutions, no? local government units, and private... And just, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but just as an example, as, as exa- before we move on from that, no? Yung examples yun, you've done Bonifacio, diba? you've, yeah. done, uh, you've, you've done murals. Uh, so it's not just monuments, you've done murals in, in Baler. Yeah. Uh, I think you did Tandang Sora. Yes, we did. May Tandang yeah. Sora yeah. ka ba? Uh, assorted, no? So uh, these are these are not ordinary monuments. No? I mean, these are important people <laughs> yeah. uh, done in important places. No? So, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, the contrast uh, with that, the uh, permanent, and you, you would think at many generations from now. Uh, halimbawa, itong cheap ni mo made out of yarn. I mean, the one in Binondo was just there for weeks. Yes. Ano, ano na yung nangyari doon? Well, gayon naka-storage na, nakabaklas na siya, and it's put in storage. No? And if ever it will appear uh, in in the future, we will have to no, re-yarn it or something. And it's going to take another form. No? As much as the variety and diversity of all the jeepneys, no two are exactly as the same. Specifically, that mindset that if ever we do come up with something like that again, it will be a totally different jeep. Pero it's it still has the spirit of what we intended it to be. It's still going to be made out of temporary materials, yarns, and it's going to be lighted also. So what's the advantage, or if any, of uh, this 
ephemeral form of, of art, itong installation art. Yeah, kasi ganito yan eh, di ba? Ano, um, I, I'm also known, no? together with my brother, si Sajid, gumagawa kami ng mga monumento, eh, di ba, around the country. But you know, this, those kinds of, uh, of monuments uh, that are commissioned, no? uh, does it really give us too much, um, what do you say, artistic freedom to really do the kinds of things that we want to do no? uh, and treat no? the narratives? No? They're, they're usually very conservative and classical. No? And uh, we are only um, limited to the kinds of narratives that the government and its institutions would like to say. No? Para sa akin, no, bilang isang um, artist rin at medyo, you know, um, I've, I've told it, you know, uh, I'm a very, quite progressive in my views about uh, uh, the function no, of art in society. We missed out on some really very important stories in our history that might never see light, no, in terms of being shared to a wider public, in a public forum or in a public place. No? So, naisip ko na, you know, in the age of the internet, no, we can achieve no, uh, what monuments can and probably better. No? Kasi pag may monumento ka, kunyari, nilagay mo sa gitna ng Maynila, kailangan mo pang puntahan yon para ma-experience yung monumento na yun. No? Of course, there are uh, photographs na shared na pwede nating ma-access sa web. No? Pero, that's, that's, that's there, no? Pero when, when you do a public artwork, no matter how temporary it is, no, once it enters the realm no, of, of the internet, no, it achieves a certain level of forever, kumbaga, no, as long as the internet is there. It reaches a wider audience also na hindi makapunta ng Maynila to view an actual monument. No? You have a vicarious experience of something uh, that, that's meant to tell history. Kaya yung para sa akin, this is a way of an alternative imaging of history, no? No matter how temporary it is, it leaves a digital footprint that people can access and mine no? for, for generations to come as long as you know, the information is out there. Therefore, it lasts as much as uh, a, a more permanent uh, traditional monument, no? Kaya ngayon kailangan kasi inaano na lang natin, pinag-aaralan rin natin yung the idea or the term of monumentality, no? What's big, no? Something that I produce, kunyari, a, a one-foot monument no? or sculpture that I produce that has the same narratives as a large monument as compared to something that's 10 or 100 foot high, no? Once na nakita mo yan sa screen ng cellphone or sa ano ng ano mo, they're all the same, no? Scale is of no matter, no? What's important is it's what it's trying to say. And uh, what it wants to deliver, no? The narratives in perpetuity. No? So, yun ang nangyari, yun ang naisip ko na, okay, kaya kong pa rin gumawa ng monumento, pero sa kakaibang pamamaraan, para i-share ito, no? Sa, sa mas nakakaraming tao. Ang importante is, naroon yung story ang gusto kong sabihin, mga story ang ayaw galawin ng gobyerno natin, no? Narratives about the martial law, narratives about mga desaparasidos, no? Hindi natin makaku... The government won't fund, you know, uh, sculptures like that, no? Or probably certain heroes, no? Na, no? We're, we're in the process of really like working on like Leonard Ko, no? Yung mga unsung heroes, mga lesser known heroes, lesser known massacres na nangyari, no? Uh, we're, we're, we're are looking into possibilities of uh, memorializing yung mga nangyari sa Mindanao, lalo na, no? Na, hindi natin masyadong naririnig, no? 
So, yun ang, yun ang importante. And it doesn't need to be a very expensive permanent monument. Huh? It can be in the form of a public art installation in order to commemorate that particular significant event or individual. In other words, kahit temporary lang yung physical presence ng art because of the internet, it can be permanent. It can be immortal, no? like other like other artworks. Like a monument, actually. Tama yung sinabi mo, no? Uh, so, y- uh, yan ang malaking advantage to doing installation or this kind of art today. No? But, uh, Tom, I want to just share no? my first uh, exposure to installation art. Because I, I became close to an artist from the 80s and 90s named Roberto Villanueva. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, yeah, art, nah. artists like you would be familiar, no? Uh, but he made something uh, on the lawn of the cultural center uh, called the Labyrinth, no, in the late 1980s, which was incredible. It was, it was huge. It was a big, para maze made out of Renault, and it took. It was a team uh, collaboration. It's, uh, this is long before the internet, and yeah, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, so you, I don't think there's any any sign of it on the internet. Yeah, I haven't but checked I... lately, you know. But um, what struck me about that was it was such a holistic kind of art, no. It, in the sense that yung pagawan, yung pagawan niya was a kind of uh, was already part of the performance. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yung yung yung, yung mobilize. Yung yes, the whole process. Yeah, because it was outdoor. It was in front of the cultural center. It was very public, uh, etc. And you know, Robert, of course, uh, was heavily influenced by Cordillera culture. So he was always dre- he was dressed in his bahag the whole time. Uh, he had long hair. Mukha siyang shaman, no? So, pero siyang... Yes, 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 yes a, actually. He looks like a shaman talaga. Oh. Yeah, so he had this mystical aura about him and building this kind of uh, mystical thing. You don't even, you didn't even know what it was. But once it was built, it was huge. It was like a big maze. And then, for a while, I don't know how long it lasted, but there, may mga performance before played music and then there were like processions inside. May mga ritual. Uh, etc. No, so uh, uh, various things happened there, but you knew it was temporary, so you had to see it right away, you know. And then when it had to go, tapos na, you know, Robert, you know, in his bahag, uh, again, or brought back the team to help him destroy it. It wasn't just taking it apart. Talagang, it was a performance of, you know what you could, I mean, there was a process of creation, but there was also a process of destruction. Action, yes. Oh, oh. I was very young at that time because Robert was a bit older than me. You know? So, parang as a naive uh, para consumer or viewer of art, no? parang, you know, what the hell is this? Parang sayang. Sayang, di ba? Parang gagawin mo yan, paghihirapan mo, tapos ang ganda ng dating, tapos sisirain mo lang. Parang hindi ko naintindihan at that time. And that somebody said, eh, kanya ng installation. Di ba? So, doon ko unang narinig, uh, Toy, no? And I guess it was a good first exposure no, to to installation because it was even up to now uh, I've seen so much art already since then you know, it still stands out in my mind because a uh, combination of those things that uh, you know it was in the cultural center my my sunset sa likod niya and then this you know and then um, uh, so Robert himself was a very dramatic figure yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, etc and, yeah. and you know that's that's uh, that's uh, a monument in uh, in in Howie Severino's uh, definition of what a monument is because uh, you 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 own the experience eh. the most since nila, the most effective monuments that we have right now are monuments that engage 
several senses rather than just the sense of sight. What you've experienced in something na, that engages feel, no? sound, no? sight. Probably kung mayroong pang sineserve silang pagkain roon or even the amoy, no? the aroma, no? smell. So yung atin, we, we tend to, 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 to remember kasi experiential, no? Minsan tinatanong, what's your most favorite monument no? or shrine? Uh, pag tinatanong, no? right off the bat, sinasabi ko kagad, it's this metal, 3 by 3 feet uh, metal plate in front of the Buchenwald uh, concentration camp uh, in Germany. No? Bakit? Sabi niya, bakit? No? Uh, yun ang gusto mo, parang isang plate lang, no? Kasi that plate was supposed to be a marker as a replacement to a monument na itinayo nila out of, of wood from the concentration camp houses no? nung na-liberate ng mga Russians. Gumawa sila ng obelisk. No? Kaso, over time, syempre, natunaw yon. It's not a permanent material. It's like an installation also. No? So, nung nagkaroon na reunification ng Germany, there was this surge no? of trying to remember their history. No? Kaya ang daming mga Holocaust memorial na tumayo. But of all those memorials, this is for me the most powerful. Why? Because that metal plate which traces no, the footprint of this obelisk no, no, and just lies in a very open field in front of the concentration camp, no, the, the gates of the concentration camp, is heated 24 hours, 7 days a week for the whole year no, at 37 degrees centigrade. No? So pag hinawakan mo yung plate, mainit siya. And what is 37 degrees centigrade? No? It's the temperature of the human body. So you feel humanity no? in that plate where the inscription written there is about those who were incarcerated there, those who were considered the degenerates of society during that particular period. Homosexual, so LBTQ community, yung mga mayroong kapansanan sa pag-iisip, may physical deformities, no? mga religious uh, sects no na iba no other than the Jews no we're all there no and it's about humanity lost no so for me that's the most powerful even in dead winter no sa dead winter siya lang yung lumalabas kasi siya lang yung mainit eh tapos doon puting-puti yung buong paligid no so there's ma there's really a powerful magic in that simplicity of yeah no and that's that's how we remember things no? because it becomes experiential for us and really retain no, whatever message that it wants to tell to us. Well, you know, speaking of remembering lost humanity or human loss, uh, let me, closer to home, of course, we have a, a lot of our issues. And I want to ask you about uh, this this powerful exhibit uh, that you were a part of, uh, uh, the FEU campus back in 2017. At, at the height of the drug killings, no? Uh, alam naman natin na uh, uh, libo-libo yung namatay doon sa drug campaign. No, 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 no. And uh, this exhibit, uh, I went to it. I went to the launch. Uh, it was called Pudyat. Uh, it didn't last very long, pero it was big. It was a big exhibit. Maraming kasamang artist, isa ka doon. You had one of the biggest art art. I don't want to say it was it was more than an art piece. Many pieces as part oh, of yeah. that, uh, the single art project, no? Naginawa mo. I think it was entitled "Desaparacitos," yes. um, and usually that word is associated with uh, people who disappeared in Central America, right? They had their whole regime that was uh, killing people there. But 
uh, meron din tayong uh, history dito sa atin ng mga disappeared. Anyway, FEU, which is not really known, not widely known for, for activism uh, in the middle of Manila, I, I still have very vivid uh, memories memories of that. And it was, I was actually bombarded no, with with a lot of visera displays no, of, of, and you could feel the anger no, and sadness and frustration, the grief. Uh, because at that, you know, uh, maybe on that same day that that this art exhibit opened, a daming pinatay, no? Uh, and we knew that was going on at that very moment. So, so take take us back to that. What was that all about? Well, I think it was a, a community, an artist community reaction uh, that we have to say something. Basically, that's premised on something. That there was a lot of things happening, and parang yun lang yung forma form namin na para sumigaw, no? na nangyayari ito sa bansa natin, buksan natin nating mga mata. And that's why it was translated. Now, we worked with journalists, we worked with writers, no? a lot of visual artists, photographers. No? Um, those who are really, really, who give, who give a damn about what's happening sa country natin, spoke out through that exhibition. Not only through the visual arts, no? may mga several talks and fora rin na nangyari during the time na minout yung exhibition and it was very brave no i think feu for for that matter was a really good venue because feu is sandwiched between yung uh, mga roads na kung saan madalas dumadaan yung mga nagpoprotesta nung araw hindi ba since the 1970s pa yan eh di ba you you belt you belt you belt oh it's been witness to a lot of uh, mass actions no uh uh, really violent once, no? For that matter, dun umabot doon yung abulan nung nagkaroon ng barilan sa Mendiola, no? Uh, during the mid 1980s, no? Uh, I think it's an appropriate, no? Although it's not your typical exhibition areas, naging matapang FEU to welcome those powerful works that done, are done by national artists, really seasoned senior artists, no? And respected photojournalists, for that matter, no? Sa tingin ko, it is our way of also trying to live up, uh, to, to visualize what was happening sa country natin. Na, not just through media na nakakuha natin. No? Sometimes, meron yung mga reports na nakikita natin sa pahayagan, no? Are facts, no? Of course, no? Pero we wanted to add to facts, but more on rin yung nararamdaman namin, no? Ela commentary no uh, yung opinions namin sa mga nangyayari no hand in the hand sa truth saying no is also imaging the violence that the, our country was undergoing and these images no uh, will will forever be accessed by a lot of people in the age of the internet katulad ng sinabi ko no we've left uh, a really sizable digital footprint about this entire exhibition no by a really a, a group of really brave artists and truth sayers no um, we wanted to say that hindi lang puro maganda ang dapat nating inisinasabi o inilalabas bilang artist. So, it's not a matter of escape, no? Or beautiful photos and, and, and pictures that hang on walls, no? But rather, no, we were out there to disturb, no? Um, uh, at the end, I will be borrowing Bertolt's Brecht's uh, famous, kasi paborito ko siya talaga, no? Artist not, you know, a, a mirror held up against society, no? Up to society, but a hammer in which to forge it or to ham, hammer to form it. No? So that's what exactly what we did. We we exercised our creative faculties in order to come up with these images that people need to see. 
Well, uh, congratulations on that. No? Um, I'm glad you were able to see it. Yeah, I went back and, and read articles about it. Tipo lang siya nagtagal, no? In fact, uh, oh, oh, and then, uh, akala ko, it would like tour uh, other places. Hindi, hindi na pala, no? Hanggang doon na. Oh, no? so, so, yun nga eh. Pero uh, medyo difficult. Uh, we were also trolled, no? I'm trolling. I can I can imagine. A systematic trolling, no? Ang, ano, and, and uh, including the organizers, no? Of course, we have some journalists uh, na naging tumulong sa amin. Parang more on feeding us with the necessary information, no? Uh, coming from the field, no? Pero sila rin, I mean, you know, there, there was a systematic attack, no? Sa amin during that time and the days to come. We became, you know, uh, marked and targeted uh, often. No? Lalo na sa mga ginagawa kong trabaho, no? Mga installation. We started with the commemoration of the 50th anniversary of uh, of the first quarter storm sa UP with a concert and an installation. Followed by tw- nung the year after nung uh, yung uh, barricada, yung Diliman Commune. At yung recently, you know, last year was the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Martial Law in which I installed 50 uh, body bags no? na sa in front of the oblation, no? the oblation plaza, that were filled with earth that is equivalent to the weight of the human body, an average human body. Pero tinamnam namin yon nakabukas yung body bags, lupa yung laman, pero it was planted with a garden and flowers of forget-me-not, no? And it was there for 40 days, no? Parang, parang ano, until yung magbabang luksa, parang, uh, kumbaga. Uh, kaya, those are the kinds of installation. Part 1 pa lang yan, Podmates! Tune in tomorrow for part 2 of my conversation with artist and activist, Toim Imau.